0: Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help us cope. In
1: this world, wherever we roam, ancient words will guide us song
0: ancient... Savior of Destiny, Total Sports Ministry, in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word blessing and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant salvation, God bless you as you listen.
1: Lord, we thank you for causing our hearts to be lifted up, for washing us, O Lord, and accepting us in the beloved. Blessed be your name for sealing us with your spirit. And today the spirit cries in us, Abba, Father, Indeed, we are your children. We are not O oh Lord illegitimate children. We are legitimate children. We thank you for helping us again. Lord, please help us in today's fellowship. Let the heavens over us be open. Speak to every one and each of us. So that seed that will go down to our soul and stay there. Cause us to grow in your presence, cause us to grow into our inheritance in Christ bless our families bless the works of our hands bless our ministries bless our marriages bless our children in the name of jesus christ thank you heavenly father in jesus most precious name we have prayed can we say better amen now we continue with our teaching the biblical approved way for giving, the way god approved as we see it in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, giving is one of the ways that the enemy enter the church even this end time. Finance has become a major trouble in the body of Christ this end time. Ministers are worried. How would they be sustained whenever God called them into ministry? Families are shaken. Oh, our daddy, who is a professor. Now he's saying he's living. That wonderful job, a lucrative job like that, a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a lecturer, and God called the man into ministry, and the man is saying, I'm going to resign and follow the Lord. The fourth challenge that faces the man, how will I feed my family? How will my family grow? How will they go to school, the children? How will I sustain my wife? It's a normal thing that faces ministers. And because of that, many of them have derailed from the path of the Lord. They are beginning to make money. They are no more preaching the truth as it is in Christ Jesus. Some of them preach half-truth. And we know quite well that when you preach half-truth, you have not preached truth at all. Are we saying amen? The same way also the pew has been corrupted. Because of such teaching, and many of them, they have perverted their heart. They have moved away from the Lord also. Their giving is no more according to the commandment of the Lord. And because of that, the people are no more blessed again. Even if they don't care, the truth is that they are no more blessed again. So many meetings, so many shoutings, and so many noise making. But we look at the scriptures and discover that in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ, those people who understood, the Bible recorded that God blessed them. And God heard their prayer because the blessing of the Lord is not only in monetary aspects. God does not bless his church only when he gives them money. He doesn't bless people only when he gives them car and good houses. Look at the apostles of old. They have sound mind. They had the rest of God. They enjoyed the peace of Christ. They preached the gospel. They died for the gospel. That which they believe in, they were not moved for once. And we could see the anointing of God was so powerful, so real, and raw among them. They pray for the sick. The sick recovered immediately. Without struggle. There's no challenge that came their way that God did not meet. We could see God walking with them daily. As the Bible recorded, the Bible said the Lord walking with them, confirming their word with signs following. And it's important that we look at all of this and we discover that actually there's a lot of issues that need to be discussed about in the body of Christ. And also, as a conscience, us as children of God, that if we keep quiet, maybe in ignorance, or maybe we know, but we don't care. Because it's our denomination, or it's our own church. Even if they are getting it wrong, no problem. And we forgot quickly that Christ is not divided. That we have only one head, who is Jesus Christ in the body of Christ. Who will judge all our works? If that work is not Him that commanded it, definitely there is a judgment that follows. Are we saying Amen? And God called to our mind and said, It's necessary that we sit down to discuss it because it's becoming a serious matter. And in our last meeting, God spoke to us extensively where He raised the issue of offering not considering the priority when it comes to giving to parents. Hallelujah. And God spoke to us extensively when it comes to giving to our parents and giving to the church. When it comes to giving to our parents and giving to the church. And we discover that many of us have given to the church but who have abandoned our parents. Many of us have built many projects in the church, but our parents have been abandoned. Many of us have neglected our parents, and we say the gift that we're supposed to give to our parents, we have given it to the church, or we have given it to the man of God. That man of God was jumping up and down. He said, when you drop it at my feet, everything will work for you. You know how ministers call for projects in the body of Christ? If they call for that project, you might not even know when you moved out and make a pledge. And when you finish making the pledge, if you get back home, you discover that ah, this pledge I made, I didn't think well before I make the pledge. And the same ministers so will still come to the pulpit and said, "You can't make a pledge and go back. You have to fulfill the pledge you make before God will strike you." <laughs> and it is the same them that made you to make the pledge without thinking. Are we saying amen? So, we want to take out our time to study. To look at every aspect of giving. As God has commanded it. That none of us who give in ignorance will give as God commanded us. So that the blessing will come to us from him alone who blesses us. A minister of the gospel can only pronounce a blessing as God had already pronounced and that is when it will come to pass. No minister of the gospel can pronounce a blessing that God did not pronounce. And it come to pass. It is not true. We are the mouthpiece of God. We only say what he had already said. And that is what he will confirm. God does not confirm what you say that he did not say. If he didn't ask you to say it thing, if you say it, he will leave you. You will be put to shame. If you are humble enough, you come back and tell the people, I'm the one that said it. Please leave God out of it. It's not him. But if you are proud, you say, Why didn't God confirm it? Are we saying amen? And that's why we say, In our study, we must be very, very careful. We must not give as religious people, we must give as God commanded us to give. Hallelujah. The issue we are discussing today. It's another issue. We talk about giving to the poor. We'll talk about giving to the widows. First, let's go to discussing about the widows. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 3 to 16. I discovered many people give out of religion. Not because God commanded. Not because God commanded. So that's why they gather on manna. And they are doing all manner. Without understanding. This is what the Lord is saying. We don't give by pity. We give because God commanded. Is it not true? We started the teaching here. Is it not true? We give because God commanded. We shouldn't give by pity. I am pitying this woman. That's why I'm giving. I'm pitying that man. That's why I'm giving. No. You don't give because you are pitying people. You give because God commanded that it should be done. Every commandment of God carries a blessing. So I do it joyfully. I do it with all gladness. I do it with understanding. I don't do it as a religious person. I don't do it as a hypocrite. It's because God commanded it. That is why I'm doing it. I will say it, amen. First Timothy chapter 5, now we look at that from verses 3. Hallelujah. From verses 3, okay, let me start from verse 1. Let's just read down from verse 1 to read into what we are discussing this evening as God helps us. He said, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father and the younger men as brethren, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters, With all purity. Verses 3. Honor widows. That are widows indeed. Please mark that word. That are widows indeed. Honor widows that are widows indeed. What makes you a widow is not only that your husband died. For God, what makes you a widow is not only that your husband died. He said, these are the widows to honor. Honor those who are widows indeed. So what does he mean? Does he mean that everybody that a husband died is the one God is addressing as widows indeed? He said, Honor those who are widows indeed. And this is another error. We have seen in the body of Christ. And that error must be corrected. It must be corrected. We are not religious people. We are people... Of Christ. We are people that follow a standard. That was set for us. A gospel that was handed over to us. By our fathers. Who has it this way. Ever before us. They taught us the path to take. The Bible introduced Christ. said this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. He said hear ye him. It is him we are to hear. Not men. Not women. No matter their class, no matter their position, no matter their title, no matter how you might have loved the person, if he's in error, by not hearing him, he's not worthy to be followed. He's not worthy to be listened to. He's not worthy to, for you to sit down and say, teach me. No. it's not worthy. He's not worthy. So what we didn't see in him, we cannot teach the people. What we did not see in him, we cannot call the people and teach them. We'll be deceiving them. We'll be deceiving them. We'll give them a mind that is not the mind of Christ. If they came to us with the mind of Christ, we'll corrupt that mind of Christ and give them a false mind. And he started that teaching, he said, "Oh no widows that are widows indeed. Now in verse 4, But if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home and to require their parents for that is good and acceptable before God. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home and to require their parents for that is good and acceptable before God. Now, she that is a widow indeed and desolate Trusted in God and continueth in supplications and prayer night and day. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. Verse 7. And these things give in charge that they may be blameless. Verse 8. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he had denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Verses 9. Let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old having been the wife of one man. Is somebody there with me? Yeah. Well reported of for good works. If she have brought up children, if she have lost strangers, if she have washed the saints, it? if she have relieved the afflicted, if she have diligently followed every good work. Verses eleven, But the younger widows refuse. For when they have begun to wash one against Christ, they will marry. Having condemnation because they have cast off their first faith, that without they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle but at last also and busybodies bodies speaking things which they ought not. I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give non occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully, for some are already turned aside after Satan. Amen. Verse 16. If any man or woman that believeth have widows, let them relieve them. And let not the church be charged that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. Are we saying amen? We stop there. We will study this, then we go to the next one. Listen, there must be a proper teaching about the things of God, everything must fall in proper order. Now we start that teaching from five. Why are we saying this? You might not be a widow. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But you might have a ministry to reach out to them. You might have them in your church. You might be privileged to be the one that will handle them one day. What do you tell them? We must be vast in our knowledge of God. Because we are talking about the body of Christ and not your body. And we have been redeemed to be a blessing to that body of Christ. And today we can see. Because there is no proper teaching. There's no proper teaching. In that segment of the church, it has become an umbrella. Both for the adulterers, both for the fornicators, both for the ones who don't even know what they are saying. So it became an umbrella for them. And the church never knew that umbrella is an umbrella of purity. An umbrella of purity. An umbrella that God is concerned about. You can imagine. They say like their language. Every widow, Jesus is the husband. How would Jesus be the husband of an adulterer? would Jesus be the husband of a fornicator? Jesus cannot be the husband of such a person for God's sake. Jesus can't be the husband of such a person. And we must learn this and learn it well. When we become that... When we now go to preach others, to teach them, I understand what I'm saying, so that God can bless. Who told you that a widow can be a blessing in the church? Mighty blessing in the church. Mighty blessing in the church. The understanding they gave to widows is that you are finished in the church. The understanding many of our churches gave to widows is that you are finished as a widow. Who told them that? It's not true. They are not finished at all. If they understand what Christ is saying, they are not finished one bit. They're not finished one bit. If they understand the principles of Christ, what Christ has said, concerning widowhood, they become great. They become great. I want to ask you, do you think it's all the widows that are still under the umbrella of the church? There are some of the widows, you don't see them there. In fact, they contribute to give to them. Because they have understanding. Their understanding is perfect. It's perfect. But the people who preached them the gospel made them to believe that they will be until they die. And some of them also accepted it. That we got to be beggars until we die. And God will be asking who taught them this? Who taught them that? Is somebody in this meeting with me? And look at where he started that teaching. He said, oh no, we that are widows indeed. Now we start, who are the widows indeed? It begins with those ones who love the Lord. Who love the Lord? Who love the Lord? With all their heart. They have given their whole self to the Lord. They have given their whole self to the Lord. They are dedicated to the Lord. Dedicated with their life. Everything to the Lord. It begins with those ones. Who actually. You see the reflection of their dedication. In their children. The reflection of their dedication. As they pray. They sob. They cry. They wail. Oh God. Uphold my children. Let these children not be wayward. Let his children not walk away from the Lord. Let his children stand fame. Let his children know you are the Lord. That a man is no more does not mean that the children will scatter. That a man is no more. God didn't say they should scatter. No. For God to become the husband of the widow. That widow. For God to begin to supply. For God to begin to provide. For God to become the husband. This must be in place she must be dedicated devoted raising the children for the lord on her knees she might not have muscle she might not have muscle to shout her muscle is on her knees her power is on her knees she throws her children on her knees to the lord all of them turn to the lord all of them turn to the Lord, from A to Z, she will not lose one of them. She won't lose one of them. Not one of them. Not one of them. She knows that he is his husband. He is his head. He's still alive. Even if my physical husband is no more, she knows he is there. He will oversee that these children will not do what They will not go astray. He will oversee that all of them will serve the Lord. She doesn't need anybody to pity her. She has a perfect understanding of the scripture. The workings of the scripture. The workings of the scripture. Haven't you heard that Christ is the groom? And we are the bride of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. Christ is the groom. Haven't you heard that? It is not so bad to contribute and give to them. Do you know this has made many widows to fold their hands and their legs and count their own cases over? It's over forever for us. But it's not true. It is not true. And he began to teach us about the provisions, like he said, honor the widows. For sure. God said they need to be honored. But he said, First is those widows that are the widows indeed. Who are widows indeed? Are you that widow? I always tell them, I say, if you say a widow, it doesn't move me. Only what I'm looking at is, I want to see the Christ in you. I want to see the Christ in you. If Christ is not there, the person is fending for herself. The person is fending for herself. You will see there is nothing another person is doing that she won't be doing. To make ends meet. To make ends meet. For many of them, they have not remarried. But they are sleeping with men. And they still come to the church. And they call widows. They will sit down. They will celebrate We are widows. Jesus said they are not widows indeed. These ones are not widows indeed. There's a man providing for them. Is it not? What they needed to do is to go and marry well. Marry well. Marry well. Is it of them committing sin? And this truth, they have not told them. They have kept contributing rice and sugar. And, and their soul is going to hell. And those women, their soul is going to hell. They are contributing sugar and rice. Do you think rice is the first thing you should give to? Know? We must make sure that their heart is in tune with Christ. Every other thing is secondary. Their heart must first be what? In tune with Christ. In tone with Christ. That is if you see the reflection. Their children. They keep praying. Jesus remember. He is no more in the flesh. But you are there. You are the father over the children. You will not let them go astray. They will not join gangs. They will not. And you see her faith will be up. Her faith. He trusted so much in him. He trusted so much in him what he can do. And Jesus never failed them. I can tell you, he never fails. He goes to turn the children. The one that is so stubborn, he will hold his ear. Turn that way. Turn. I'm hearing my daughter. My daughter is talking to me. He would do more than your husband would do. I tell you, Christ would have done more than the husband would do. Ask Christ for you. To so begin our honor there. Is there any honor that is more than that? The first giving we ought to give them is that. But that giving has been forgotten. And they are talking things that does not enter anywhere. And you hear what he said again in verses 4. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home. <laughs> and to require their parents for that is good and acceptable before God. Now she, that is a widow indeed and desolate, trusted in who? In God and continued in what? In supplications and prayers, night and day, and continue in supplication in prayer. O oh God, thou art God of heaven and earth. Thou would not let me be put to shame. Thou will not let me suffer reproach. Thou will not let these children suffer reproach. They will not be entangled by the world and by the wickedness of the world. That is their power. That is their strength. They win all of them. They turn all of them to Christ. God will stay in heaven and say, this is my daughter. She can't be in luck. This is my daughter. She can't be in luck. She can't be in luck. Today we discover churches are using it to be known. They are using it as competition. The ones that give more to the widows. Come, we give to the widows. You know the way we used to give to the widows here. Have you given them the first and most important thing? Do you even try to know about them? How they live their life? How they walk around? And in scripture, the Bible said, many of them are gossipers. Cha, 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 cha. He said, he say, I say, he say, what is happening? And heaven say, how can that be? Where are my ministers? Why are they not teaching them the truth? They are much more concerned about giving, giving, giving. Why you have not given them the first and the most important thing in their life? I pray that God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Now he said, he says, but she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. It's not pleasure that is a matter. It's not the pleasure that the church has promised them that is a matter. You are giving them the pleasure in order for them not to die. Is it not true? God said already they are dead. There are so many of them that are already dead. Because of the kind of life they are living, some of us you live around them, you live around some of them. They say he's a widow. You see how he behaves. It's the force that will fight you. It's the force that gossip. Every gossip in that compound is the person. They will trace it to her. If you thought her, is it because my husband died? That is not what we are saying here, my friend. And instead of the church to begin to give them the first things they did. Do you know what they did? Uh, rise! For the widows. They call them, that's the way they used to call them now. Some pastors will say Jesus' wives. Jesus' wives. Because you call them widows. He will pick them. He will pick them. He doesn't carry everybody. Uh-uh. There's a standard that God said. For everything we do in the body of Christ, not because men are scattered the whole thing; they do anything they like. They're in competition. They are looking for more members. They don't want to tell them the truth. They know if they finish preaching this, the widow. Some of them will leave you and go. Can somebody say, amen? now what did it he say? It's not time for pleasure. It's not pleasure time. It's deception. If somebody is committing sin, and I'm giving you a coke to drink." It is deception. The highest level of deception. You're committing sin. I bought cow and killed. I say, come and take the louse. Take the hand. Take the louse. Continue. It is deception that somebody is committing sin. I cannot confront him. I say, come. That's a party. I'll hold party for you. i throw you a widow. It's deception. It is deception. And so, deception must end in the body of Christ. You see some of these widows you won't believe. They are more dangerous than the young girls. They wear mini. They wear mini skate. I mean wear mini. You are seeing their laughs. And they are walking like this. Walking like this. Walking like this. If you see them. You will not believe. It's only when somebody tells you this person is a widow. And some of them. They just love their husband. And God began to ask. Who is teaching them? Who is teaching them? Who is teaching them? And they have used the church as a hiding, a covering place. They have told them in this place they used to provide for widows, You come and cover. You will come and cover. But they have never called them and said, let's give you the first thing you need. There is this first thing you need. So they have made them believe that it's only to share gifts. That's why they come to church. <gasps> for how will we keep covering these things for how long will we keep covering these things do you know some of these people you call widows some of them had a child outside when when the husband was alive but they never confessed it and the man had died and they came to the church you are offering them cake and offering them granite and offering them oil and offering them rubber and God said In verse 6 of 1 Timothy chapter 5, he said, But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. Is dead while she liveth. And to crown the whole thing, to tell you is what the devil is doing against the church, even the widow's eyes have been closed. They can say, No! This is not what I need. This is not what I need. Oh, God, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, save me. Don't have to cry like blind Padmas. They were busy collecting pleasure upon pleasure. And pastors use it as a trick in order to keep them and make up their number. Who has refused to bring out the sword of God because of the people they want to retain? If you offended because of the truth that God put in my mouth to preach, go. I'll keep saying this truth until I die. I'll keep saying it until I die. Until Jesus comes. So that he will not say to me. Get behind me you walker of iniquity. You feared them. You did not speak the truth. Because you need number. You need crowd. That's the reason. They need crowd. They need number. They need people who wear uniform. Who wear uniform. They say you are colorful. 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 And one man who stole government money will come and share a part to them. And steal their conscience that they will not know that he, whoever wants to live by pleasure is already dead. Even why he say he's living. Even why he say he's living. Verse 7. And these things give in charge (laughs) that they may be blameless. Who commanded I should give it as a child? Him. He said, give it to them as a child. They say, no. Don't give that kind of charge. If you try that charge, you are causing trouble. So who are they disobeying? The God that called them. They disobeyed that God to please men. To please men. And these are all evil we have seen. But the Lord will deliver his church. My Jesus said, I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. He said, I will build my church. The gates of hell shall prevail. No matter how they have gathered, the church of Christ is marching forward. The gates of hell shall not prevail over it. No matter how they have tried to occupy the pulpit, to use it to turn the heart of men away from Christ, ah, he will build the church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail over it. I see the Lord again in the church. Meet another God. He's wiping men away from those places. They are deceiving them in the name of Jesus. He's wiping men away from those places. They are deceiving them in the name of Jesus. He wants the souls of men to be saved. The gospel of Christ is not the gospel of jokes. It's life and death matter. It's life and death matter. Life and death matter. There are issues God will raise for me like this. I say, Lord, this has not been an issue in the church Cecil. so. He said, yes, but it's an issue to me. When he raised some issues, I say, Lord, nobody has said this thing you are asking me to say. He says, say it. That is why I called you. And that is why you are not their servant. You are my servant. You are not their servant. You are my servant. My servant you are. I tell you the truth. As this message go to Asia, as it go to America, as it go to London, as it go all over the world to Africa, it will bless the body of Christ. Many souls be comforted. People will return back to Christ. The ministers of God will begin to speak the truth again. As it is in Christ Jesus. I tell you, the truth. we're not saying this to haunt anybody. But for a restoration, for the revival of the church. Jesus said to me very clear. You people are busy crying Maranatha. Maranatha. Why are you supposed to be praying revival? Revival. If I come now, who will I take? If you are saying come, come Lord. If I land now, who will I take? The church that is not ready for me. The church that is not ready for me. The church that has twisted the truth that is in Christ. And told me to become falsehood. Because of what they can gain. I don't know why God is speaking to us this way today. But my prayer is that none of us will miss it. I say my prayer is that none of us will miss it. All the widows out there don't accept falsehood. Pleasure is not what God made the church for you. The first thing God offers you as a gift is what? For you to know him. Raise godly children for him. Lead pure as he is pure. And we say amen. Now what did he say again? In verses 8, remember what we say in verse 7. And these things give in charge that they may be what? Blameless. So God wants them to be blameless. He don't want them to have a spot. If he must be their husband, there shouldn't be a spot on them. They must be holy. They must live blameless. A blameless life. They mustn't live a riotous life. They mustn't live it. They mustn't say, yes, this man that I'm under his control is gone. And now I can be a bird and fly. If you have wings, you can fly. No! Remember, you still have a husband. If you know it's your husband, not only when you have need. He said, my husband is a... No, it doesn't work like that. In verse 8, But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he had denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Immediately that he said, Let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old, having been the wife of one. What is three score, please? Sixty years old can't be 30 years you're a pan, you say you're a widow. A pan, 35, pan. 40 years you assemble from pan. God sees you as assemble from pan. That's your pan, pan. Chassis. It's when you hit 60 years, you can say yes, I am there. Nobody is saying hello to you. Nobody is saying hi to you. You are old, 60 years old. 60 years old. If we have stayed with the Lord and have a good understanding and raised the children with the understanding of the Lord and the fear of the Lord, they will have a change of mind. They believe that there is Christ who is my husband. He will show you the path to take. You make the children have confidence in God. Their beauty and their glory will be restored back again to them. They can walk without asking you for anything. God gives them wisdom on how to create what is not. They can have by their father in heaven to give to those who don't have. To give to those who don't have. Saying I'm a widow, I'm a widow, I'm a widow. No. You make your children to be disvalued. And that's the reason why you see many of them allow their daughters to be sleeping with men. Who will help us? If you ask them, they say, who will help us? I can't train her." A man will walk into her sitting room. The daughter will come and sit on the lap of the man. In her presence, And she call herself a widow. And say, I am a widow. Now you know, nobody will help me. Nobody will help me. No. The children are helping themselves now. The man pays his school fees and pays his rent. That's why he's sleeping with your daughter as if he has married her. That's why defiling the whole family. He will from this one move to this one. Some of them, including their mother. The man is crushing everybody. That is the kind of evil who's sin And they are in the church. No! This is not God. This is not God. I tell you, Jesus can never fail you. When you live pure for Christ. It's your manner of nonsense. The man will come. The woman will be going to hit her bum bum. He says, What a wickedness we're seeing. What a terrible thing. And they close their mouth. They are gentle pastors. I'm not a gentle pastor. I'm God's servant. I'm God's mouthpiece. I speak everything. As he put it in my mouth. I say it the way he said it. So these are all the evil we have seen Even in the body of Christ too, that's what is troubling me. If it's happening in the world, there's no problem about it. These people we are talking about, they are in the church. They sit in front seat. The pastors give them front seats. All their children are business. They are using them to do. Some of them even open biopalos. They are using their children to revive the biopalos and survive it. And they are in the church. Some of them deacon. Some of them elders. Thicknesses, because it's title they flash it to everybody once you appear whether you know how to read Bible or not they will give you one name on your head be going no problem I will say the man. amen so we must understand this It's said let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old having been the wife of one man and some of them they said they are widows when he married three men. Marry and divorce, marry, divorce, marry, divorce. He will still come to the church. The church says he's a widow. Which widow is this? It's not a widow, it's an adulterer. It's not supposed to be included in the number. It's not included in the number. Such giving is not approved by God. Such giving is not approved by God. There must be widows indeed who fear the Lord. Who are raising their children in the world of the Lord, whose knees stand to supplicate, to pray, to groan for the kingdom of God, for the children, for the body of Christ as a whole. Verse 10 were reported of for good works, not evil works. If she have brought up children, if she have lost strangers, and the stranger did not take advantage of her, advantage of the children. She is not lodging him because of what she will gain. She's lodging this stranger because this person knows the Lord. This person needs such a herb. Are you understanding what I'm saying? In order for the gospel of Christ in her mouth to move expressly, for it not to be hindered, she's lodging strangers. And what again, the Bible said, if she have lost strangers, If she have washed the same seed. This is that. If she have relieved the afflicted. If she have diligently followed every good work. Diligently following every good work. Relieving the afflicted. Not afflicting the afflicted. When she has followed good works. Doing as God commanded. Not gossiping up and down the hopeless. Not trying to scatter another person's home not desiring some other person's husband they are the ones the bible said they need to be honored by the church such women who follow good works such women who doesn't afflict people who have good reports they follow only good work they pray good works they They pray, they supplicate for the souls of men to be converted to God's kingdom. They labor for God's house. They are night. If you are a widow, you are 40 years down, 45, nothing stops you from marrying. 46, 47, nothing stops you from marrying. Some of the widow go and start messing up. Go and get married. Go didn't say you shouldn't marry. If we continue studying, you'll see it more. God said you shouldn't marry. Go ahead and marry and don't do what is wrong. Stay under the cloak of widowhood. And be deceiving. Stay under the cloak of widowhood. And coming to be collecting from the church. Because they are ignorant. Because they have no teaching. When it comes to that. I will say amen. Now we see all of these that God has said. Then verse 11. Now look at what is said to younger widows. For the younger widows refuse. You see that. Are you seeing instruction? For the younger, we don't do what? Refuse. For when they have gone to wanton one turn against Christ, they will do what? They will marry. They have gone, lusting after pleasures, lusting after four-pack man, five-pack man, all the men with five-pack and four-pack. The guy is moving like this. He said, this guy, they ought to... Look at his step. This guy's step is something else. Before you know, she'll start dressing like Sissie She'll wear mini skates. That's when you see her wear born short. And wear spaghetti. And pass through that street. With catwalk. The man's four pack has moved her so dangerously. She said, Jesus, wait. Jesus, wait. I love you, Lord, but Wait. This four-pack is dangerous. <laughs> it's something else. I need to have that guy. When you see them wear spaghetti, more than the ones that are not married, and you know how these young ladies can be envious. All these young ladies, the one that will pay them mostly, is when the guy they are trying to look at is eyeing the woman. That's why before you know, you see those who are married, before. they are married three husbands. You marry again. And they are still doing like this. She will marry again though. Are we saying amen? New Living Translation. Verse 11. The younger widow should not be put on the list. Listen, listen. The younger widow should not be put what? The younger widow should not be put on the list. For what reason? Because their physical desires will overpower their devotion to Christ. Their physical desire will overpower their devotion. They say one day and remember how their late husband used to call her baby, baby. He say, "Oh, Obim." He would look at one boy and say, fast, he say, "Oh, it just looked like Obim." And Christ will say, Abba, "I thought I am Obim now." Say he say, "You don't understand. You don't understand." So their physical desire will overpower them. Which Christ is not against. Are you understanding? But he said, let them go and marry. Not for them to start misbehaving. They should marry. But they shouldn't be on the list. They are young. They are very young. Christ knows what they are capable of doing. Verse 12. Having damnation because they have cast off their first because they have cast off their first feet. and with her they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but deathless also, and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give no occasion for the adversary to speak. Reproachfully. Verses 15. For some are already turned aside. After Satan. God forbid. It's not in this house. It will not be for anyone hearing my voice. In the name of Jesus. It won't be for anyone that hears this voice. God will help you to remain in faith. 16 finally. If any man or woman that believe it. Have widows, let them relieve them, and let not the church be charged that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. So, even in our giving, if the widow has people who are capable of providing for her, she shouldn't pretend and come and settle down in the church if they share rights to those. Who are on the list? She will collect and pack in the house, and pack in the house. So those who are not providing for them, and they belong to their family, they have aired. God said it is a responsibility. Don't let the church be charged for that. And these are things we see. That's why we discuss about giving to parents. These are things we see in the body of Christ when many children they see their mother and they are well to do they have enough they couldn't come mommy, and say this is what the bible said mommy we are capable of providing for you whenever you see church sharing rice don't go here come tell me what you need i'll give it to you that is the instruction of god when it comes to widowhood and giving but those who are 60 above don't have anybody to help them it is the responsibility of the church to make provisions for them in any dimension both in paying their rent there's no strength in them again to work there's no strength in them and we have looked at the children none of them is doing anything reasonable they're not capable of taking care of their mother it is the responsibility of the church to take care of the woman Maybe the woman has walked all through. Not maybe. Such a woman must have been the one that walked all through with the Lord. Serving the Lord in every capacity. Giving her offering when she was strong. She served the Lord all through. It is the responsibility of the church to look after her till she depart. It is the responsibility of the church to look after her because they have labored. They have given into to the church all their youth age, their strength, they used it to serve the church. They used it to serve the church. Not now they have no strength again. The church will say, go, we don't need you. That is wickedness. It's wickedness. But God will deliver his church. I say God will deliver his church. Can we pray now? I want every one of you to pray, talk to God. Please talk to God in your own language. You need to have a perfect understanding of God's world. A perfect understanding of God's world. A perfect understanding of God's world. Lord Jesus, here I am, help me, O God, to align myself to your teachings, to your world. No matter the gain I might be making in the wrong direction all the while, but your word has come to me to correct me today. Lord, I embrace it the way it came to me. Help me, O God, to walk in that path that you are leading. Lord, you have given charge, to Lord. Help me, O God, not to rebel against your charge. Help me to obey every of your instructions. He said, He that carried the sayings of mine and do it them." That man is like it to a man that built his house upon a rock. When the wind comes, the storm blows; the house is standing firm. Lord, please help me that no matter the wind of this life, as I obey, that I will not crash like a house of card. Please, I plead with you today. Let the seed you have sown into my soul let it not be uprooted by the wicked. Let it never be uprooted by the wicked in the name of Jesus. Call this seed to be a fruit. Cause it to produce more fruit, Lord. Lord, let it bless the body of Christ. Let my life be a blessing to the body of Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give all the glory to you. Forever you are God. We give all the praise to you. Thank you for answering us again. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying.
0: I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting, Connecting to God's Help, every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our Life Transforming Seminars for all in Sports Circle, at 2, E23 to see Plaza and Pockety Road into Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T-Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090 360. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com You are blessed. Ancient.